Hey, what is up, everybody? My name is Jordan Biddle, and welcome to the Cincinnati Reds Fan Podcast. I appreciate you guys tuning in. We have a ton to talk about today. We had our first spring training game yesterday. Uh, you know, the Reds lost 2-7, to seven, but, you know, spring training doesn't matter uh, as much as the regular season, obviously. It's just to take a look at, um, you know, prospects and, and, and maybe um, if we need that extra or that we're trying to find that one player that sticks out for that 26 man um, and we're trying to find them, you know, that, that type of stuff. Um, but we have a couple things. We got a, 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 uh, some news on Winker. Um, you know, I'm going to do some um, uh, things about the, the guys who stood out the most yesterday and um, a couple other things. So let's jump jump right into the couple uh, the few players that uh, stood out yesterday. We're gonna start off with the one and only Shogo Akiyama. The guy gets up there first at bat. Um, I think it's if I'm not mistaken the second pitch uh, that he saw he 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 drove or he roped a uh, a single up the middle. It was more like a right center, but. Um, it was it was a nice stroke overall. So he went one for three. Um, the other two at bats that didn't do much. But um, and then the the one guy that really impressed me was um, Tyler Stevenson, uh, our top uh, catcher prospect. Um, he he pinched hit, uh, went one for one with a double. Um, so that's always a good sign uh, to to see a guy come into into the middle of a game off the bench cold and get a double for you. So, I mean, it's, it's really exciting to see. I'm not expecting him to be at the major leagues, um, on opening day, but I do expect him. Uh, it's a hard choice. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if, if we saw him this year in a Reds uniform. So, um, great job by, uh, Tyler Stevenson and Vladimir Gutierrez went two innings pitched, only gave up one hit and two strikeouts. So he, he, he had a little bit of an impressive outing there. Uh, guy to keep your eye on. He People are really high on Gutierrez. I haven't really seen him pitch as much as most people have. But um, from what I hear, he, he's got a lot of talent. So um, Something else I wanted to talk about was Jesse Winker. Jesse Winker, um, from what I am seeing, I don't know how he got hit in the wrist. I don't know if it was like a line drive, if he was batting. I assume that he was, um, batting and, you know, maybe a fastball got up in on him and, um, hit him in the wrist, but he did get hit in the wrist, but I, it's not anything serious. It's just a bruised wrist. He got hit in the hand during that bat. Um, but everything seems pretty pretty okay so i just wanted to give you guys an update on that um and it's just a bruised wrist is what i'm hearing as well so nothing nothing too bad for winker and that is i mean he's for winker he's had a lot of trouble with injury and 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 such he's never gotten a full season in with the reds and we hope to get a full season from him uh this year because you know he he's such a valuable piece in the reds lineup and the depth in the outfield you know his bat, his on-base percentage especially, is really, really special for a young player like him. So uh, hopefully he, he's okay. Uh, from, what, from what I'm hearing, again, he's fine. So just a bruise, a little bruised wrist. Um, so, you know, when you get hit, hit by a baseball, you're, no matter what part you're going to get hit or hit at, it's going to be bruised, right? So 
Anyway, um, we're going to jump into a player that I haven't really talked about that much, but somebody we probably need to jump into, and that is our closer, Rousel Iglesias. Now, he's not a guaranteed closer this year. If he does bad, right, if he if he gives up five, six saves and we're in July, they're going to switch him out. They're, either Lorenzen or Mayor Garrett's going to take his spot. My choice would probably be Michael Lorenzen. But, you know, I love Amir Garrett. I think Amir Garrett's great. But Rossell Iglesias has got to have a bounce back here. Okay. Um, but I think he's going to start as the closer. But it's not necessarily guaranteed. But uh, it's like a 90% chance he's he's going to be the closer. Um, but, you know, Russell Iglesias saying himself, I feel like I'm more prepared this year. And that's a quote. Um, so Russell Iglesias saying that, I, I feel like he's going to have a bounce back year. He's going to be just as good as he was a couple years ago. Because last year he went 3-12. and 12. He lost us. He literally lost us 12 games. Rasa Iglesias alone. And that didn't help with our one-run situations. You know, we had like 36 one-run losses last year. So 3-12, and 12, that's not good. He still had 34 saves, though, is the thing. If he, if he just gets half of those saves, when he, uh, half those saves in those 12 uh, losses, he has 40 saves. He posted a 4.16 ERA in the closing spot. That's not good. That's not good. We need something, or we need a closer that's posting an ERA around three, or even under that. You know, I'll take I'll take under four, but you know, it's it's four point one six. It's just not good. It's not good enough. He's still a great pitcher, but I don't have a lot of worries for him. Okay, this year I really don't have a lot of worries for him. I don't see him doing as bad as he did last year. You know, he knows that he could lose his spot. There are plenty of pitchers that we have, and I can name them off. Lorenzen, Amir Garrett, you know, that Kunal coming up, um, Alex Powers coming up, uh, Reed coming back. I mean, I can, I, I can name off a whole bunch of pitchers who could be a closing. I mean, even Tyler Malley. Who knows if he's going to be in the on the 26-man roster? Who knows? You know, we, we could just throw him back down to AAA, let him develop a little bit more. Because, you know, Tyler Malley didn't really have a lot of de- developing time. You know, that's a different subject for a different time. But, you know, back to the point, Russell Iglesias has got to have a good year. Period. You know, he, he was so special coming up, you know, during the rebuild, I mean, he was so impressive, um, but last year he just fell off the shelf. Absolutely fell. His, his it's it was more of his. What I noticed from him when he was throwing like 93, 94 miles an hour, he was really hittable. You know, I don't know if it was an arm issue. I don't know if his arm was hurting. I don't know what was going on. But he normally threw 97, 98, and those three, four miles an hour. That's a big difference. You know, but at some points he'd be throwing 93, 94, and that's 
That's a big difference difference between 97 and 98 miles an hour, which he is normally throwing. And he's got a nasty slider, and um, you know I, I just don't see him not bouncing back this year. I see a big year from him. So um, anyway, uh, on to our next subject, um, and this subject is about the unproven players. All right, we have a ton of unproven players that are going to be on this roster on the twenty-six man. Aquino. Sinzel, Reed, Cody Reed, Akiyama, Von Meter, etc. We have a bunch of players that are unproven. And now, I'm not saying this is a bad thing. I think it's a really good thing. Akino, and I quote, says, Akino is ready to prove he is not a one-hit wonder. Okay. All of these guys are doing are doing the same thing as Aquino is. All of these guys are talent. All of the guys I just named off are talented, plus some. But they're trying to prove that they belong at the major league level, and that is not a bad thing at all. I think all of these guys have good enough years to make the the uh, Reds bench slash. I guess you could say. I don't know, uh, backups, I guess. One of the best in the league. I don't think Sinzel's a backup. I don't think Akiyama's a backup. But if we're talking about Aquino, um, Cody Reed, Von Meter, you know, Joel Kunal, or whatever, I think they're going to make this bench and, you know, uh, secondary to relief pitcher. I think they're going to be make this team one of the best in the league. If you want me to be honest with you, the bench is really important. People don't understand that. They want, you know, oh, we got to have Suarez. We got to have, you know, we got to have all these star players on the starting lineup every day. Yeah, that's fine. But if one of those guys get hurt and you're playing, you know, say Alex Blanduno every day, it's not going to be the same production. But Aquino, Sinzel, Akiyama, Von Meter, Reed, all those guys give us that. They give us that. And they're out there to prove something. And I think they've worked really hard in the offseason. And it's 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 super exciting to see that. Very exciting to see that. You know? Not I mean, not only <coughs> excuse me. <coughs> wow. Um, not only is the unproven unproven players trying to prove something, but also the guys that are coming in, like Castellanos, like Mustakis, like Flippin' Akiyama, all these guys are trying to prove something. I think this Reds team is going to be better than what they project what they are projected to be. So um but anyway, that's all I have to say about that. Unproven players, it's not a bad thing. It's not. All right, guys, so we're going to jump into my last Twitter poll, which the question, it's, it was really close, actually. But the question on my last Twitter poll was, what player other than Suarez hits the most home runs in 2020? Okay. So I put Aquino, Moose, uh, Vado, and Castellanos, and I'm going to go from lowest to highest. 
So Votto got 7%. That doesn't really surprise me because of his last couple years. He, his power has just absolutely dwindled um, a whole bunch. Um, uh, Aristides Aquino with, with 17%. That didn't really surprise me either. Um, and then Moose coming in second place with 37 and Castellanos with 39%. Now, it was kind of a test to see what um, the fans were actually thinking about what type of power these guys have. And I I personally would have voted Castellanos because of the that chart I always talk about. Um, he would have had like 50 home runs if he played in Great American Ballpark um, the whole season last year. Uh, it was like 50 plus. So I, I, I would have taken Castellanos as well. Moose is an obvious choice. Aquino, I thought he would get a little bit higher or more votes. Uh, but, you know, he's sitting at 17% and Vado is right, right where I would... Uh, expect him to be so um, it, it's no big surprise to me that Castellanos has um, 39% over Moose's 37 um, only because I think you know Great American Ballpark is the park to hit at you know hitters want to hit at Great American Ballpark so um, but yeah great great uh, poll um, but anyway um, my new poll my new question is going to be if you had one player to build around, who would it be? So what I mean by this question is, when we're in a rebuild, it's like how long we've been in a rebuild, which is like five years. If we were just starting a rebuild, what one player would you would you want to rebuild this whole entire team around, and why? And this rebuild is gonna take like three years. So go vote at Reds Nation Five on this poll, guys. It's gonna be up, um, in like. 10 minutes after this podcast is posted. So, um, but anyway, our, our options are Luis Castillo, Nick Senzel, um, Aristides Aquino or Jesse Winker. This is a tough one. This is a tough one. I do expect one player to, um, this one player, I'm not going to say his name, this one player to, to, uh, take over, um, the votes, dramatically actually but i'm really interested to see what you guys think um just in case i am wrong um which it is possible so um but anyway let's see here do i got anything else to talk about i think today's um today's game is against texas if i'm not mistaken and let's see here Yep, Texas. There and um, we have a little bit more of a you know starting lineup for this one. You know, Josh Van Meter's uh, leading off. Joey Votto second. Nick Castellanos third. Fourth is Mustakas. Fifth is Barnhart. Sixth Irvin. Uh, seventh Mark Payton. Which Mark Payton? I don't even know why this guy hasn't been to the major leagues. He he hasn't been to his single game in the major leagues. You look at his stats and you're just like. What the hell? What, what? Like seriously, what the hell? But you guys need to go look up Mark Payton's stats. It's incredible what what his uh, stats were last year, and he didn't even make the major leagues. It makes me go insane, man. In fact, I'm screw it, man. Oh, by the way, Luis Castillo is Luis Castillo is pitching today, so um, I'm gonna look up Mark Payton's stats, and I'm gonna talk about him real quick before I end this podcast. Um. Because it really, it stuns me. 
it seriously stuns me what this guy's stats are. I mean, he really popped out this year, but the fact that he hasn't been into in a major league uniform one time blows my mind. So his whole entire minor league career is six years, right? I mean, that's that's a long career in the minor leagues. He batted 286, 363 on-base percentage, 455 slugging, and let's see, how many home runs did he have? 62 home runs and 280 RBI. And this guy still has not made a major league roster. I just, I mean, that just blows my mind. Seriously. Been in the minor league since he was 21 and he's 27 years old right now. Tell me that's not, I mean, it's just nuts. I mean, don't be surprised if we see this guy. If he's, if he's tearing it up in Louisville this year. Don't be surprised if this guy's up at, uh, in a Reds uniform. Seriously. I don't even know what position the guy plays. He's an outfielder. So, I mean, that's a slim chance, man. That's a slim chance, but, you know, I feel bad for the guy. You know, if I was playing in the minor leagues for six seasons and not once have I even gotten a cup of coffee in the major leagues, I would be so... I mean, this guy must have worked his butt off, man. I mean, he had 30 home runs last year, 97 RBI, with a 334 um, batting average, 400 on base, and a 653 slugging. That was last year at AAA, and this guy didn't make a flipping a flipping major league team. I mean, are you kidding me? That was for the Oakland A's. I mean, that's that's crazy, man. I mean, sometimes you, 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 I mean, there's a diamond in the rough in there somewhere, you know? And I think this guy might be it. I would rather see him get traded to another team like the Orioles and give him a shot. Just give him a shot in the major leagues and see what he does instead of wasting his career down the minor leagues. Because the Reds, I mean, there's a slim chance he gets brought up. You know, unless they, unless he forces their hand to bring him up, which is very slim chance because of all the outfitters that we have, you know, shoot, man, that's just tough. That's tough. I don't know. But anyway, guys, I think that's going to be it for today. Um, I'll have another podcast out in a couple days, more than, more than likely. So I appreciate you guys tuning in. Um, hit me up on. Twitter at Reds Nation 5. That is at Reds Nation 5 on Twitter. If you have any questions, hit me up there. I will put it on the podcast, guys. I will put it on the podcast. So hit me up on Twitter, please. Um, also, hit the subscribe button for you before you guys go and hit the follow button on Twitter. So I will see you guys next time.